Welcome to the Unlock Podcast. My name is Phil Franks. And I'm Krista Franks. We're your hosts, co-founders of Allen Key, lifestyle designers, entrepreneurs, authors, and parents. Each week, we bring you real conversations and stories and in-depth interviews with inspirational people. We share meaningful strategies so that you can create and live your version of success starting now. This podcast is all about lifestyle design. It's about unlocking you and all of us. We're grateful you're here and eager to share the keys to the full life that awaits. Let's go, friend. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the next Real Talk episode. This is a topic that is near and dear, maybe not so dear, to our relationship and our discussions, but something that's very important. I think a lot of people, most people, and most partnerships have a lot of conversations about, and I want to have some real talk about it. I'm going to give a preface, though, that it may be more than one conversation. It might have to be ongoing. I have no idea where this is going to take us. I hope it gets a little fiery. I hope it gets good, juicy, all kinds of different perspectives because we have different perspectives on money and they're always evolving and always changing. So I want to start with the idea of like, what is the money, money mindset? And particularly we kind of live in this um, community and culture of more, more, more materialism, consumerism. And we can feel that shifting a bit. A lot of people are shifting away from that more, 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 or trying to shift away from that and redefining what that means for them. And for us, one thing that has really stood out to me was a concept I picked up from The Soul of Money, which is a book that I recommend to everyone. And I would try to remember the author in this moment, but I can't for the life of me. So I will repeat the title. It's called The The Soul of Money. I highly recommend it to anyone and everyone. But I love that she hits on the idea of sufficiency. You know, a lot of times when we talk about money, we talk about abundance, we talk about more, more, more. We talk about not just us in general, but just like the culture and we, we talk about abundance and the idea she promotes is this idea of sufficiency. So I've been really playing with well, what does sufficiency actually look like in my life and in our lives? And I think that you might use the word functional. What does function look like? And then, you know, what does aspirational look like? So I want to kind of start the, I'm going to get, I'm going to hand it off there and let you respond to that. There's no real question here other than maybe how do you react to that concept and what does it mean for you and your philosophies on the money mindset? So the topic of this conversation is money mindset. Yeah, that's that's great. You like that topic? Okay. Okay, where to begin? Where to begin on money? Um I guess I have to start with like your the relationship to money and we're we are going to talk in forms that are us where it's my Phil's relationship, Krista's relationship to money um, and likely put out like philosophical thoughts and stuff like that based on those beliefs and, and things as we go. Um, but my relationship with money has been ever evolving, right? Um, 
grew up, uh, you know, Midwest and around parents moved around, jobs moved around growing up. Um, but we were always kind of following a job. Um, and we never went without, like we, we were not a, we were a, you know, middle-class family and middle-class home and middle-class experience and everything like that. And by all accounts, like never felt lack, like never felt lack or anything, but certainly like saw the, the, as I aged and became more aware of like my surroundings, like saw where struggles were real and where things were, um, uh, either hindered by money or the lack thereof or progressed because of money and the abundance of it. Um, and I think all of us assume a level of like a relationship with money from that childhood experience, what we witness, what we go through, and then how that then manifests into a, into belief or into a, a something that we can change or pursue as we get older. Um, and mine, mine was definitely, um, and has been evolving as, as I go in my, in my youthful days, I think like most 20 somethings, your relationship with money is more egoic. It's around having it, but not knowing why, because success is given like the definition of success is have a lot of money, become rich, um, be able to buy whatever the hell you want, even though you don't need it. Um, so wealth in terms of the definition and your relationship with money in that sense was very skewed. My, my sense was very skewed, um, early in my life, in my late teens, early to mid twenties. Um, and it wasn't really until like later in my twenties and then beginning early thirties where like my maturity started to set in and then some life experiences really hit me and I had quote unquote had money through jobs and experience and, and things and didn't, didn't suffer. And by all accounts, um, and I'm sure others have experienced this too, like surpass that of like your upbringing, surpass that of what you were shown as a child and maybe even what your parents make and things like that. And that really, um, began to shift my relationship with money a lot. Um, and I'm giving this context because I think the moral of my story is that like, the relationship with money, like anything else, will be ever changing. It's ever changing, and in, in terms of like your life experience and how you relate to it and things like that. And, and as you get older, I think you get wiser and you go through the experiences and you you grow and you realize like the importance or, or not the importance of certain things. Um, and so now, when I settled in at the ripe old age of thirty six and gone through some experience and had some really interesting dynamics in my relationship with you, my partner in crime. Um, I definitely have a relationship that's much more sophisticated and much more aligned with my beliefs in life. And I think that's really important for anybody is to understand your why behind your pursuits or your why behind your lack of a pursuit. And we talked about this last night in a personal couch combo. Um, what did we talk about? The idea of like the aspiration and the pursuit and how that relates to my growth and going through experiences and things like that. And money is a byproduct of some of those pursuits, but the relationship that I have with those pursuits isn't wrapped up in my identity, nor is it with money. I don't need money to feel a certain way. I don't need money to 
to act a certain way. And it's not going to change my trajectory other than amplify more of what I do now. Um, when you sink down, do you truly, truly feel and believe that? Thousand percent. Okay. And you, and you, no, I mean, that whole story that I just gave you was the showcasing of the evolution. How long do you think it took you? Decades. I mean, decades of experience and like struggle. And even, I mean, I think that the epicenter of it was our relationship differences around the relationship with money and like how I see money a certain way, how money comes, comes and goes in a certain way or the pursuits of money, the aspirations that, um, reward or respond with money are much different than that of, than that of yours. And that caused a lot of conflict in our, in our relationship and coming out of a, um, of a, of a very trying time when leaving a career where things were abundant and rebuilding a life, it challenged my own beliefs of money a lot. And I had to really go into myself and through those experiences, those harder, darker experiences with you was able to really begin to redefine my relationship with money and like what it meant to me in the grand scheme of things. And I have my answer now, at least my answer in this current state, you know, that's going to change. And I fully expect it to change as we evolve and grow and things like that. But I don't, my belief right now is that it will not change who I am. It will amplify who I already am. And that is a belief that I now have because of the deep self work we've done, the crazy amounts of reflections and um, intentions that we've set in our lives um, the reprioritization of our values and how we make decisions based on these values. And some of those decisions do warrant a certain amount of money to do them, but they are of a, again, aspiration or desire that I have to pursue these things, but they are not wrapped up in I have to because X or I have to keep up with the Joneses. Um, they are very authentic pursuits that I'm able to do because I'm playing, I'm playing with life, right? Like money is this aspect. It's almost like this Mario coin currency, right? Where as a part of the game of Mario, you collect these coins and it's a game, right? And life, I see life very similarly. It's a game. Like we're here to experience it in all its abundance and all of it through all of its experience, and as a part of that, you can choose your relationship to those coins. And do you collect them and hoard them? Do you collect them and spend them? Do you just go into crazy debt because you don't have coins to spend? Like all those relationships you can decide, but I know mine. I know mine right now. Do you feel like you would feel the same way about money if you weren't making an abundance of money and didn't have a skill or a way no. to make that money? No, it'd be completely different. And I think that's, that question is, um, you could, you could put anything in the place of money and that question would be still be no. Why? Because the experience is what defines the, the belief and the mindset, right? In the same way, if I would go through the military I might have a different vantage point on like what is physically hard, right? So you could say, like the other day we were, we're doing a workout and you said, I wonder what our 20-something selves would say about our workouts today. And I'd say, 
they would think they were easy because we do different stuff now because of where we're at, the compilation of our bodies growing and changing and injuries and all these things, your outcome or, or your beliefs and then your outcomes are, are, are based on what you go through. So and you're, you're saying, you're saying that your relationship with it and that idea of like the money is a game. It's monopoly money. You can, you can play with its coins. You probably wouldn't have that vantage point if you had a different experience with money right now. So let's say that you were feeling of lack or that you weren't making enough or that you didn't have a skill set that allowed you to make money whenever you wanted to make it. You might have a different a different money mindset if you were in a different situation. Well, it actually would go probably beyond money. Like I think that at the cornerstone of like a money belief, like you can't, I, and I wouldn't do this for myself and I don't do this for myself. I'm not going to build a belief on top of something that is like, if I'm not sure of myself. Right. And so that efficacy that we've talked about, self-efficacy where you know yourself deeply, you understand your values, you do these things like, knowing myself first and those characteristics of who I am authentically a hard worker an athlete's mentality will work my butt off for goals and change myself when I need to, to figure things out in the game. Um, all these things would still be a part of who I am because that's the experience of my life. So even that if doesn't I doesn't also necessarily equal money right, or success, Totally. And I think what I'm saying, because your question was very pointed about money, I would still have a very high belief of myself in order to achieve those goals or desires, which would be wildly different, right? They would be wildly different. So maybe it wouldn't be build the house that we're building. It would be um, like be able to put money away into our savings account more regularly or have a certain amount of comfort for a rainy day fund in case I got injured on a more manual labor job, right? Those would be goals. But my core belief would be that I could achieve that in some way, shape, or form, and I would pursue those goals because that's who I am as a as a as a person. Money layered on top of that certainly is going to change in terms of how I relate to it based on the experiences that have compiled in my life to get me to this point. In this case, I have a very um, marketable and desired skill in design and web development and application development, which is very timely. Um, so I'm blessed in that, right. That I have that outlet that gives me that vantage point on money and the reciprocation of that for my skill and time for that money. But what I said a second ago, like I would just have a different relationship to what I'm doing in life, but my efficacy and belief wouldn't change. Well, I appreciate you letting me dig at that. And I dig because I'm clearly interested in your thought process on this. And, and frankly, we haven't been able, I haven't been able to ask you those questions and get you to say those words. Not that I've like, not that I've tried, but that I, because we're doing it in this format, I feel like I can almost interview style you a little bit and get your philosophies versus being in a personal dynamic about my beliefs and your beliefs, because I have a different money mindset. And to hear you unravel yours and kind of share yours at a deeper layer is really helpful. And I think it's helpful to a lot of people to hear that because we can, we can spit out all day that, or you can say all day, well, money is a, it's a, it's coins, it's a game, you know, you play it. it that's true to a certain degree, but I appreciate your honesty about the fact that you would have a different vantage point if you were at a different point in your life or at a different relationship or at a point with your money. 
Um, so that's really helpful because I feel like a lot of people don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. We're married. We have shared bank accounts. We have shared everything, but I still don't feel that way because I don't, number one, bring in the same amount of money that you do in the terms of like, if we're looking at our revenue streams and, and we're looking at what we're bringing in on an annual basis, when it comes to actually execution of the work, you're going to bring in 75% of the money. I'm going to bring in 30% of the money or 80-20, even that extreme, or maybe 90-10. I don't know. I haven't run the numbers, but the, the point is it's a very imbalanced, uh, um, imbalanced scale. And so even in our relationship, we have a very different dynamic, even though we have a shared support system. I experience it much differently than you do. And it's helpful to hear you kind of unravel and, and share your philosophies about that. And I think one of the things that I would like to then turn on you is I gave a pretty robust and uh, timelined version of how I got to my relationship with money. I would love to hear yours. Where where are where are you sitting at your age and your life experience and the compilation of all the years that you've been here, what you saw growing up, um, and talk to us a little bit about your relationship with money. Thank you for joining us this week on another episode of the Unlocked Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to learn more about the topics we discussed in today's episode and access more lifestyle design opportunities, you can visit owlandkey.co to learn more. Did you love this episode of the Unlocked Podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's super appreciated and helps us continue to bring meaningful conversations and content to you every week. You can also find us on Instagram at owl underscore and underscore key on Facebook and on YouTube. We'd love to connect with you, so drop us a line at hello at owlandkey.co to share your thoughts on the show, topics you'd like us to cover, and recommend inspirational people you feel we should bring onto the show. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Unlocked. Talk soon, my friends.